This is the Inside the Sox podcast, and now, here's your host, Kevin Baver. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Inside the Sox podcast, presented by Grandstand Production. Um, An inaugural episode, episode 10, we have a new team member. We have a new team member of Inside the Sox. We, We are blessed. We are grateful uh always with my man rob england always with my man justin um we are going to introduce harrison what's going on brother good john um i'm glad to be part of this part of an amazing group with the go to boston up top and also some two new that i haven't met before and i'm really excited i love talking about the red sox for been a been a fan uh for a really long time uh i'm right i'm ready i'm ready to get get this thing underway ready to throw it down about about the socks Awesome, Harrison. It's awesome to have you, dude. We're 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 absolutely excited. We're absolutely you know stoked to have you be a part of this project. Be a part of what we're trying to create here, Rob. What's going on with you, man? How's everything? Everything's been good. I'm starting my week of vacation right before school starts. There we it's go. Great to have my good friend Harrison on with us. I've always talked live on TikTok. He's also makes TikToks. He's not as big as me. Yeah, not yet. You never know. <laughs> no, but no, yeah. Harrison's great. Harrison is great, obviously, where he makes great content on there. If you want to check him out, that's literally his username on there. So if you want to check him out, check him out. Um, but also, yeah, Harrison's a great guy. I always talk baseball when I'm on live. So it's good to have him in a podcast and talk with other great Red Sox fans, obviously, as Kevin and Justin himself. Obviously, the birthday boy, we have to introduce that. Today is Justin's birthday as of this recording. It's being made. As, birthday, as of Justin. this recording being made, happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Um, Justin. What is going on, man? How are you? Throw it up there. Throw it up there. B-Day was good. Went, uh, went skiing, went out for lunch. You already know I got the mudslides. Absolutely. <laughs> My boy came over for cake and now episode 10, A++ birthday. Absolutely, Justin. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, that's. I know you got the mudslides always going, man. I know you got the mudslides going. That's your There's that's your calling better. card. Nothing There's better. nothing that's, better. That's, There's nothing Justin, better. Justin, when you hear mudslides, you think Justin. Absolutely, and this is this is such a cool episode. Just having Harrison here, and and <laughs> and, and I gotta tell. I'm gonna tell a little for, funny story when when we met, when we met uh, Harrison. My uh, my the electric went out in my town, so I, we got to speak. What like 30 seconds and about 45 minutes. <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> We were trying to talk and, and, and get to know one another. And my, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a, a little bit of te- technical difficulties. Red Sox news. We are, we're, we're approaching the middle of January, right? So we got, uh, what do we have? 34 days till pitchers and catchers report, right? Roughly. Yep. A little and we over, don't little... have a shortstop. And we don't yeah. have a shortstop. We don't have a shortstop. Who, all right. So let's just start with this speculation only, and then we'll go around the table. Um, the speculation was that Trevor Story was going to be met, moved to short when Xander Bogart sanded, signed with San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. We had issues with that. I had issues with that because we knew that the velo from his throwing arm in his elbow and in his shoulder, we knew that there was issues, right? That had dropped in Colorado. It had dropped in Boston. And that was one of the reasons why he had solidified second base for us, okay? So the velo drops. It turns out that he did have an injury. It turns out that I and I, I don't want to speculate on this, so I want to make sure that I get this right. The Red Sox knew about this, so we got to talk about the timing of the surgery. Why was the surgery? You know, why did they choose to have the surgery in almost you know the the second and third week of January? Uh, Rob, make sense of it. Harrison, make sense of it. Justin, give your comments. Let's just go around the table. What I noticed about this is what, especially with the contract for Trevor Story and everything that happened, obviously we all knew last year when we signed Trevor Story, we were going to plan for this Xander Bogart's departure, not having a shortstop, because that's what the Dodgers did with Trey Turner in that deal. But that is what the Red Sox plan on having Trevor, when you don't sign Xander Bogart's, okay, your next best option is Trevor Story, when you have Marcelo Meyer waiting in your wing. The thing about Trevor Story is he would move to second base for Bogart's, but he also had some prior elbow issues. So now the Red Sox had to be forced their hand. They trust him at shortstop. I would trust him at shortstop because that's he's what he came up as. Obviously, getting this UCL surgery is big for him. He should have gotten it in October. 
uh, just so he could have been ready for the beginning of the season. But I'm glad he got it taken care of because obviously once that's done, that makes his arm strength a lot better. It's pretty much a, a process, a faster Tommy John. If he got Tommy John, he missed the whole season. This is so at least he can play in some time in 2023. Absolutely. Harrison, give us your, give us your thoughts on Trevor's story. Yeah, I know. It's just a side. It was like, it's like a horse it's kick like a, to the chest. It was just like, yeah, man, why would we yeah. have done this earlier? Like, I mean, I mean, I got no words to describe it. I mean, like, it's just like, it was just horrible. It's just like, now we're yeah. just going to miss him. And just now, we got to sign a shortstop ASAP. But, like, I wish we, I wish we signed my boy Bogey with, like, nine, like, probably, like, a nine years. But, like, either way, I know it's, we're going to be off topic. But, like, having the man got this got that years but either way i'm sad but either way we have we have variety we got variety up for grabs because we know we have options up for grabs we could still be a good team either way absolutely and there are options and i and i just want to throw this out there and i'm not putting on my tinfoil hat or anything like that but it, it alex core made some comments on duran okay duran is a natural middle infielder he's not an outfielder yeah, he's a second baseman. You know, he, he came up, uh, you know, through through high school all the way up into the big leagues as a middle infielder, more predominantly second base. Would you trust Our, him? I don't know. I have no idea. Now we now we have gone over projections as far as trades go. Do we bring Sedania? Do we let Sedania play short? I think the realistic idea for this season is probably going to be until Story comes back, Emmanuel Valdez. I think he's the I major, think Valdez. most. Ma- yeah. I think he's the most major league ready. He's twenty four. He's shown in AAA how good he was with the Astros minor league team. And when he came to Worcester, he was really good. But I think he's a guy who's major league ready. And obviously, he won't be no superstar, but he'll definitely be a guy that can give the Red Sox a boost or at least some comfort with him being a shortstop. Or the interest they're saying that. If they can't get anyone else, Iglesias is on the table. And Jose Iglesias coming back for a third time. I wouldn't mind him. Yeah. He's a great defender. The bat's kind of weak. But, I mean, I would rather have a guy who actually can feel the position of shortstop until Trevor Story or whoever you're putting at shortstop comes back. And then, obviously, Kike could be another option as well. We could play shortstop with Arroyo at second base. Uh, Harrison hit, hit the nail on the head, and I think there are options. I think there's still options on the market. I think there's still options via trade. I think there's still options even within this clubhouse. Harrison, I, I just want to get your thoughts. Jose Iglesias um, coming back to play short. I know we're kind of sacrificing a bat for defense. I mean, do we have enough bats in the lineup? You know, give me your thoughts. I mean, I mean, Jose Iglesias, he was a former Red Sox. Then he went to the, the Colorado Rockies. I mean, he knows his team really well. He knows Devers. He knows Kike. He knows Doogie. He mm-hmm. knows those people. I just think that coming just like, hey, welcome back. Here you go. Do what you need to do. Just throw it to first base, get the man out, and we'll be okay. Like, I don't care if the man hits. I mean, I really don't care. But, like, as long as we get a shortstop, we're fine. Like, like I said, we have options. And I think Jose Iglesias, what what, what is cool about the Jose Iglesias, um, I guess, projection is that when he did come back to Boston during that playoff run, you know, two years ago, he was a spark plug offensively. He played yeah, second like, base amazingly for the Red he, Sox. I mean, he played, second base, he had like three over three hundred during that. He, I yeah, know. He was great. During that during that late season stretch that 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 he kind of was forced into the lineup with with the Red Sox and and into the playoffs, he played very well. He very, played very well. Very well. You know, I made the, the bat- playoff roster sadly, so I that, that's yeah. something that I look at like that actually probably could have helped us that year. But I know, I know, and 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 all the shoulda coulda woulda. So all right, so we got Kike possibly coming into the infield. We have you know Arroyo. We have a couple guys waiting in the wings. We have options. So I just want Red Sox Nation to take a deep breath. Is this ideal with Trevor Story? You know, having this surgery at this time? No. So all the people out there that were messaging me and asking me and they were saying, oh, hold on, Justin said, like, they knew Trevor Story were going to be out before Tuesday. Why didn't um, Heim go balls to the wall and get Correa? Well, uh, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm the pessimist of the group, right? And this is my issue with Carlos Correa. The guy potentially has a career-ending injury without ever playing a game. We, we know the medicals. Okay, Houston let him walk. Okay, he signs a massive 
not a massive, but he signs a two-year deal with a with a one-year opt-out with Minnesota because nobody he could not pass a physical. So now we have Houston who knows his medicals. We know we know Minnesota who needs to sell tickets knows his medicals. All right, he hits the free agent market because he's twenty-eight. San Francisco obviously offers him that monstrous deal. They find out about the physical, right? They find about the leg, the ankle, the foot. I mean, you're talking about this is a massive, massive. Uh, what they're calling it, and it, it, it could snap at any yes. second. I am not okay with giving the guy, you know, thirty, thirty-five, forty million dollars a year no. on a short-term deal, and and this guy comes out in April and snaps his snaps his ankle, and 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 he's done. I mean, they're literally saying it could be career-ending without him even taking the field. Now, I said he was going to go to Minnesota all along, so I'm going to give myself a little bit of a pat on the back because I believe that Minnesota needs to sell tickets, and the only reason why Carlos Correa is going to be a Minnesota twin is because they were willing to overlook the medical and say, you know what, we'll put enough opt-ins and this and that, and we'll get them paid, but we need to put people in the stands. And also, so, Mr. Kevin, I want to talk about this Carlos Correa stuff. It was, it, it's it, it's it mind-boggling. It was funny, but it was it was like a relation. It was like a relationship. Here's yeah, the reason why. Yeah. And also, it's like, oh, I, I I want to break up with you. Like, I got to move on to a new place. I was like, oh, we got we got the Giants. Here you go. We got a new girlfriend for you. Yeah. Name is like Sabrina, <laughs> white girl. Uh, and then oh oh, I, we had to break up uh, two two months ago because we couldn't pass because your physical wasn't working. All right, time to move yeah. on. Time to go to the Mets. I was like, oh oh, her name is a uh, Catherine, a uh, Latina, uh, five foot two. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and then uh, oh oh, and now go back and then yep, we're going back to my my. That's my first girlfriend. It's just, it's just crazy. I mean, I don't think the, I mean, Carlos Correa, like, we don't know about that man. We like, like that dude's like him. I mean, he there's owns few, Miracle. I mean, that's the number one thing about him. I mean, there's we don't few know about him. There's few people on this earth that actually know what's going on with Carlos Correa, and I truly, truly trust them. Okay, because Heim, um, I received a, a DM on Twitter that that Heim may or may not have reached out to Correa's camp to gather some information. I don't know what the information was. I don't know if it was, hey, where are you at with the Mets? Hey, you know, what kind of deal are you looking for? Scott Boris is going to push whatever narrative. So you got to realize when when news is linked uh, with, especially when 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 the Mets were involved and Steve Cohen was involved. That's Boris leaking that information. Let's just make things clear. But he is a Boris client, okay? So anything that we heard about Carlos Correa over the last few weeks was definitely pushed by his agent. Um, I do believe Haim reached out. I really, really do. I think Haim knew and saw the writing on the wall with maybe Trevor Story, with Xander leaving. Maybe he wanted to make another splash. And and after locking up Devers and, and really wanted to just get us all excited. However, I don't think Correa was that guy. Rob, what do you think? I honestly think that Carlos Correa, when I saw that news, that's also a funny way of describing it, Harrison. That's a good intro. Yeah, it's a good way. It is. Coming. I love it. It's I actually it. realistic. It like, it's going it's back to the girlfriend. Think, it's going back to your first girlfriend. Like, yeah. it does make sense. I think Carlos Correa, like, I, I, when Carabas tweeted that, by the way, we love you, Jared, if you're listening to this right now. Yes. And it's, you, you tweeted that, and then Tyler, same thing. We love you, but tweeting out that, getting Red Sox fans kind of like, because you wouldn't lie to your fan base, but you got us kind of no, excited. No, and like, yeah. we weren't expecting to get Carlos Correa, but then we got a little bit of a glimpse of hope. Thank God I wasn't one of those people who got off all the hope and then just shot through the heart. Like, I, I had a feeling, same thing with you. I felt like he was going back to Minnesota just because they were the only people who were comfortable yes. with his medicals, only people who were willing to take on that damage, because a lot of teams were, but obviously if the Mets and the Giants backed out, why would 22 or 28 other teams want to take that look risk? At, look at what Steve Cohen's doing in New York. And I know this is a Red Sox podcast, but I want to talk about Steve Cohen j- just for 30 seconds. Okay. Steve Cohen is not a baseball mind. He's a billionaire. Okay. And we've seen what he's done with Max Scherzer, with um, Justin Verlander this offseason, that he is willing to spend money. He does not care. So if you have a guy like Steve Cohen who's willing to literally buy a world series go wait a second something's going on with carlos correa that should speak volumes the guy's not even a baseball guy so if he's the one doing his due diligence on carlos correa that that leads me to believe that that something is seriously wrong with carlos correa 
or, or could potentially be seriously wrong with Carlos Correa. I hope he stays healthy. I, I'm not. The, I'm not someone who's going to bash him. I know he's got an ego. I know he 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 handled the Houston scandal very very poorly. Um, but I I don't think he deserved to be a Boston Red Sox. And I don't. And I and I I just think you know what? Go out and and play in Minnesota and let's see how it goes. Um, we have options. We talked about the story injury. I want to move to something big this week, a little bit positive. Aside from Justin's birthday, we're going to talk about something positive. The Raffi Presser, 11 years. I just want to, I just, I, I, okay. So before we talk about the Raffi Presser, because my new year's resolution was not to bash Sam Kennedy. Right. And, and we are, we are, um, dude, I'm like, I'm almost too not, strong. Listen, I'm not, uh, if you want to say this, I, I, we won't count it on you. This one, you get, you get all I'm saying, all I'm saying is he sat up there, right? Two people down, right? I don't know if you saw, he got up and kind of fumbled when he went to go handshake oh, yeah. Raphael Devers. <laughs> he got up and fumbled. I don't know if I put like a voodoo hex on him or whatever. Listen, I, I don't hate Sam Kennedy. I really don't. I just think he's a yes man. Whenever he is asked something in the media. He's just going to tell you what you want to hear so you go and buy tickets and you buy little stuffed animals and you buy a jersey and you buy your kid a soda and you yeah. do all those things because they, he, I don't think Sam Kennedy has an idea of what's going on. Once again, not bashing him. It's just I'm just saying the facts. I'm just saying the facts. And um, anyways, Raffi Presser, um, he looks so happy. By the way, he looks freaking yoked. By the way, I just want to throw that out there. He He looks, he looks jacked. Let's talk about the Raffi presser, Rob. Your thoughts? Oh, before before we get in, I'm sorry, Rob. Um, We did find out that the man himself, John Henry, did fly down to the DR to see Raffi, and um, and he was the one who who pushed for for the 11 year deal. So, Rob. Uh, we'll go around the table. Uh, Rob, Harrison, Justin, if you want to give us something, think about the presser. Honestly, I really like the presser. I got the oh, voice crack right there. I like the presser. It was really good. Um, obviously, Rafi really seemed happy to be there. Rafi, by the way, we, we love you, but you yes. got, you're starting to get the Kevin Durant hairline. You, you, <laughs> you have the, I liked it when you had the braids and like the waves and stuff. Like, put the braids back. Let's rock. Let's rock. Rafi. Presser was awesome. Like I loved it. I actually was at the Celtic game last night, and when he was at the game, standing ovation. I'm not even joking. Oh yeah, standing at the yep. garden. It was so crazy. To, it was fun to see. But no, Rafi's really happy. It seems like to be here, and he even said it himself. He wanted to be somewhere where he wanted to play. He said it on his Instagram. My heart is in Boston, and yes. it's just happy to see him be happy, make money, and play the game of baseball. Something that he literally says he loves. He said they pay me good, and I hit home runs, and we're gonna see that for 11 more years. Oh, baby face, you got this pretty little baby face. I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't age, man. He doesn't age. He looks he like a sixteen-year-old toddler. It's, but listen, I mean, I'm just happy. I mean, we got a positivity. We got Devers. Even though we let Bogey go, which, even though it was like a horse kick, it was like a it's like a toddler who smacked you in the face when Bogey left. But like, either way. Stay positive here. We got Devers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just so happy. It's just like, I'll, when I was saying, like, Bloom, get your finger, get your thumb out of your mouth mm-hmm. and just make this payment. And we, and Heim Bloom did it. I was like, thank you, Bloom, for doing that. If not, I was about to slap him in his butt chin. But <laughs> either way, I'm happy. Uh, it's just no words to describe it. I'm just so happy that we just did did the right move and and, and he's uh, justin says he, he's the biggest raffi fan we just <laughs> you know he, we know justin loves raffi and uh i think we were all happy when we did the raffi breaking episode and and everything that came along with that you know raffi to me uh, like harrison said he doesn't age like you look at him they posted a side-by-side of his, the day he signed with the red Sox when he was 16 versus you know now and and almost a decade later and it's just it's uncanny uh, but but he looks great i mean uh, you know uh, it, whatever he looks he looks freaking shredded he looks like he's ready to hit fucking 50 home runs oh sorry that was the first time it I happened. Ten, it happened. 10 episodes 
10 episodes i never it's, cursed it's, that's just a case of unbelievable <laughs> yeah right so so i think he's i think he's ready to go i think he's um uh, i think he's excited you know a lot of a lot of people doubted raffy um i don't know if it was his commitment to the red sox when xander left right like i don't know like we we talk about it and i'm, I'm not going to keep beating it down but we were putting together trade packages you know, and the fact that, you know, we got to watch his presser and, and say, you know what, um, we got this guy for 11 more years. I, I'm super excited. I know a lot of people are super excited. I know all of Red Sox Nation is super excited. I, I think it's funny because the story surgery kind of put a black eye on what this week was about. And and what this week was about was was it was it was Devers week. Like it, it really was. It, it was Devers week. I was happy to hear that John Henry had a uh, had had the leading role um, in this because uh, there was speculation about the team being sold, and um, thankfully, um, I think we could put that to rest. I think we could put to rest um, the idea that the Red Sox aren't willing to spend money because they, you know, they want to, they don't want to be bound to anybody in case they sell the team. Um, I think John Henry's issues with his other endeavors, you know, uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins, with uh, Liverpool um, aren't exactly uh, doing as well as, as, as he had hoped. Um, So I really think that um, he finally said, you know what, I'm going back to Boston. I'm going back to, to my money maker. And, and I'm going to lock up the one guy that we can build around for the next 11 years, and, and that's Raphael Devers. Um, we do have – we got to talk about some options. Um, like I said, we're a little over a month away from before pitchers and catchers report. we got to talk about the middle infield. Um, what is it going to look like? You know, you want to give me, you know, your predictions. You want to give me some names that we should talk about. You want to – the story injury, it was a kick to the chest. And Rob's rubbing his hands. He's, he's ready. He's ready to go. I'm ready, so. too. So, me, me <laughs> so to go to Boston got something. Rob, yeah, Rob and – you guys take over. That's enough for me. Go. All right. Infield options. There is a lot of infield options in this major league team. Obviously, we know that Miguel Rojas, that was our option that went to the Dodgers in a trade. Literally for a minor leaguer, the Red Sox could have done that like that. I don't know why they did it. If it took that much just to get Prado to the Dodgers, an okay prospect. Like, wow. Um, but, no, I think there's going to be a lot of – there's rumors. Guys like Hong Sung, Hong Sung Kim from the San Diego Padres. I'm sorry for butchering that. Um, Brendan Rodgers from the Rockies. And then Raul Mondesi, or a.k.a. Alberto Mondesi from the Kansas City Royals. He's He's perks my eyes the most. But I think he, it's the injuries, of course, with Mondesi is always the big question mark. He missed all of 2022, or majority of it, with an injury. He played, When he's on the field, though, he's amazing. He has amazing speed. Like, he's super fast, can steal you bags, play a decent shortstop, has a good arm. And he has a little bit of pop in that bat. And, by the way, back in the old MLB The Show's, like, 16, 17, he had the glitchiest swing. He's a battle royale legend for my MLB The Show players. If you know, you know. All right. Uh, oh, oh, Justin just said it. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Justin also just said, Rafi, to me, is a best friend. I've known him since birth. I was hoping for a birthday shout-out by the man himself. And he really tweeted it out. He, yeah, he, <laughs> he did. He did. He tweeted it out. He, he, he didn't get it, unfortunately. But, you know, the day's not over yet. I got faith for you, Justin, man. I mean, we're recording late, but we, we still got a little bit of time left. Harrison, uh, let's talk about right. uh, Mondesi. Let's talk about option. Oh, let, no. Let's, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what thing? Justin, uh, hearing Heim speak, I felt the same feeling I got when Heim introduced in 19. I 100% trust Heim again. I know I'll get my hopes up. LOL, don't bash me. Uh, you know, we all got our hopes up with Heim yeah. um, after the Rafi extension. I mean, that's what made this offseason. You know, as frustrated as we were for, for the first few weeks and months of this offseason and kind of this makeshift roster that he's putting together – of of the band of misfits that I like to call it that this team is going to be, um, it this whole offseason was contingent. We we all kind of knew in the bottom of our hearts that that Bogarts may not have come, be coming back. So the fact that they were able to lock up Rafi completely solidified the offseason for me. I mean, there's still work to be done, but we'll see what happened. Harrison, give me some options on the the middle infield. 
Oh my god. I mean, Rob just took all of my answers. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been oh, here. Listen, gosh. I'm just going to hear what I've been hearing right now. I mean, I've been, what Rob said, the go to Boston. We've been hearing about Hotsome Kimmy, hearing about Rodgers, the Messi, from the Royals. I mean, I've been hearing about Brian Reynolds as well. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, man. I just like, I if I had to pick like one of those three, like Rodgers or Hotsome Kim or maybe Montesetsi or whatever his name is from the Royals, it really depends on how you can hit the ball. That's all I'm saying. But if we had to trade Tana Hauk for like and prospects and for I mean, we I can't I can't do that. As a I mean as a Red Sox fan, can't I can't trade Tanner. I, I love can't Tanner. Trade Tana Hauk. We, we can't we can't do that. I I love Tanner as well, and I do believe that Tanner has a lot of upside. I do, and I don't, I, I, you know, whenever we talk about young players, we use that term a lot, upside, 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 right? Like, this player has a lot of upside. I, But I think that, that Tanner actually has the intangibles to put it all together and be a really, really solid arm. The, the projections that we were seeing um, for Kim, let's talk about Kim for a second, okay? Here's a guy that the Red Sox have been big on since 2020. Here's a guy that the Red Sox um, have shown vested interest in. My issue now is that teams knowing that the Red Sox are not going to have Trevor Story, you have no leverage in 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 negotiation, right? Because teams can ask for the world knowing that you don't have a middle infield. Your your un, unnamed captain just signed with San Diego, all right, and Xander Bogarts, and Trevor Story is going to miss four to six months. So if you're going to these teams and saying, Hey, listen, you know, we want to talk about, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates, by the way, have have a lot of, you know what, to ask for a Soto-like package for Brian Reynolds. I like Brian Reynolds. I think Brian Reynolds is, is a heck of a ball player. Is he going to be something like a Juan Soto uh, trade package? Absolutely not. Kim, the projections that we saw in Kim, we're talking about uh, at least four prospects, three of them being top 15 and, you know, plus Tanner Houck, that's an absolute fleece job. I mean, if the Red Sox, if I'm really, really pulls the trigger on one of these guys, one of these bigger name guys, and I'm not saying Kim's a huge name, but he could definitely come in and be a stopgap uh, with team control until Mayor's, Mayor's ready. I, I, I just, to me, um, the asking price needs to go down. But announcing that Trevor Story just had surgery you just you just lost your leverage you just you you lost your chance to sit at the table because now teams can ask for the world um we got kim splits i'm sorry kim splits uh 251 uh, 11 home runs 59 rbis uh on base of 325 slugging 383 and an ops of seven OPS over seven is very good, you know, especially yeah. at the shortstop position. I'll take an OPS over seven. You know, I'll take a 250 hitter, you know, at the back end of the lineup because it looks like the front end of this lineup is going to be is going to be okay. It's really now we're looking at the middle to the back end of this lineup where it's like eh, we got to fill some holes. Rob, let's um. And also, hold on, let me say one thing, Mister. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, like, go ahead. Have you all saw Tommy Pham's uh, Instagram story? No. He was actually when he was working out. He was wearing a Red Sox shirt. So like, I mean, he could oh. be coming back. I mean, that could be a possibility. He might be want to come back for Red Sox for like a two-year I would, contract. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with Tommy Pham coming back. I thought he played great. You know, when he when he when he came to Boston over the last few months, I thought he, I thought he absolutely played great. Um, Rogers, why do I keep hearing Rogers' name from Colorado? Rob, what do you know about what do you know about Rogers, Brendan Rogers? What I know about Brendan Rogers is he's a very great infielder. He plays a really good second base for the Colorado Rockies. Obviously, he could play shortstop too, but obviously Trevor Story was with the with the Rockies at the time playing shortstop. Yeah. So, um, but no, Brendan Rogers may, plays a good second base. He has great speed, and he he's a guy who can hit for power too. I really like him. He's a switch hitter, I believe, which is, would really help the Red Sox lineup because they're very right-handed heavy and left-handed heavy at the bottom. So, like, to be able to get a switch hitter in the middle of the lineup is always good. I think that's what Nico Goodrum is going to do, be that guy who could platoon, switch hit, split up the lineup a little bit. Um, but, no, I think Brendan Rodgers would be a good pickup for the Red Sox. It's either Brendan Rodgers or Hawksung Kim. Hawksung Kim, as I think, would be the, a guy that the Red Sox have had interest since 2020. They were the 
second team behind the Padres that were in bidding for him. I think if he, the Red Sox make a trade for him, they'd be a perfect option at shortstop for the time being. And I trust Arroyo at second base to start the year. I trust Arroyo at second base. A um, lot of talk about, and I just want to throw this name out here, uh, Duvall. A um, lot of talk about Duvall. Um, heavy, heavy bat. Plays, plays. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a a, a Hunter Renfro in a way. Oh. You know, he, you know Hunter Renfro had a big bat. Um, unfortunately, his K rate was pretty high. Unfortunately, his o, his on base wasn't fantastic. Um, Duvall is, I believe, two seasons away from a thirty four home run. You know, campaign, right? Something like that, Rob and and, and guys. Almost it's, forty, actually. Yeah, right. Was it was it like almost forty? Yeah, it was something like that. Thirty-eight or something so like that. Good. I mean, if you're gonna think about bringing Kike in, I just want to throw this out here. What does an outfield of Yoshi, Duvall, and Dougie look like? Because we had a lot. Oh, real quick, Brendan Rogers splits. Uh, batting average two sixty-six, home runs thirteen, Ruby sixty-three, uh, slugging. 408 OPS of 733. Yeah, all, I would take it. I would take it in a heartbeat. Um, Duvall, real quick, um, my issue kind of with that is Duran. Duran is kind of an interesting piece because, A, he kind of acted like a jerk last year, being a rookie, um, yelling at fans in center field. What was that, Kansas City, I think they were in or, or, or whatever. Um, you know, uh, obviously he is unvaccinated, so he could not travel with the team when they would play Toronto and in, in, in Canada. Um, but he had this very his this arrogance about him. Um, I not just running after the ball in center field. Yep, too. not running after yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, that was it's, that was it, horrible, it, and it's horrible. And and here's the thing: I want to come to his defense a little bit because he well the first few times, right? <laughs> I wanted to come to his defense because he's not a natural outfielder. They saw a kid with speed. And they said, listen, we don't have a center fielder. We're going to go throw you out there. Let me tell you something. Playing center field in at Fenway Park is probably one of the hardest places to play center field. And you've got the monster right to your right-hand side if you're facing home plate. And you have the, the, the uh, Bermuda Triangle in dead center if a ball gets lost there. And then you have a very, very, very far bullpen uh, – uh, fence in in right field it's a lot of ground to cover and and i wanted to stick up for 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 duran um i would be interested to see if they move duran back to the infield i would really what do you guys think about that and also kevin i know you talked about hunter redford i was like oh yeah yeah that was like by far the most dumbest trade i have I, by hey, the way, hey, Jackie's a great man. I, but I love, Jackie, Boston, a good... Go to Boston. Let me say, here's my, here's my, my rebuttal. I mean, I mean, I know defense was championships. We know that. But, like, I we need a defenser and a hitter. I mean, after. Yeah. Redfo has a, he yeah. was a phenomenal I'm, defender. I'm sorry, I mean, he won, sorry. he like... single-handedly won that game against Tampa at the end of the season that year when he made that dart of a throw from from the gap to third base to tag out i forget who it was Kermeyer, whoever you know trying to Hit take third guy. if you guys if you guys remember that throw that throw was absolute money and i believe that same year he like led the league in outfield assists so i mean why why renfro wasn't wasn't retained by the red sox I, i'll never understand just a little side note mlb.com is doing their top 10 players um by position Hunter Renfro, 10th best right fielder um, in Major League Baseball. I didn't think really? so, but 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 I guess MLB.com thinks so. Um, right field, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Justin shaking his head, no shot. I don't think Hunter Renfro is, is a top 10 right fielder in, in, in the game. However, I would take him now. I mean, I think about all, all we're going through right now. Yes, we have depth. Yes, we have options. But it's it, you're going to be – you're going to be flipping guys from outfield to infield. It, it, that gets very dangerous. I mean, you're you're changing, and I understand these guys are pros. They're pros and they're ball players. And I have no doubt in my mind. If you put TK at second or if you put him at shortstop, he would play uh, slightly above average at, of of people at that position, if not average at that position, which was really all we need right now until we can get healthy. Um, but then, who plays center field? 
do you really want to put Duran back out in center field? Do you want to try no. a guy like Do you want to try a guy like Ref I Snyder? don't. I, w- do I want to my Ref Snyder, but the thing with do- I we it's hard with the outfield. I mean, you got I you can't move Kike from center field. I think he really helps the outfield defensively. If you move him, I mean, yeah. if you have to move him to shortstop, you do. Sp- but you can't a lose sp- a Gold Glove caliber center fielder like that. Just it, it, it's hard, especially when you have two Yoshida. Um, uh, numbers from from Japan that we looked at defensively are about average in the MLB. We know Dougie is about average, if not below average, defensively. Um, you know, uh, at, at the corner outfield. So you have two question marks in the corner, and now you want to take a guy who could possibly win a Gold Glove in center field and move him to the infield because of injuries. It, it just seems like it. It's it, I don't know, guys. You tell me. I, to me, it sounds like it's just it's too much. I think we need to to kind of roll with you know uh, whether it's going to be Arroyo, whether it's going to be Valdez, whether it's got right uh, Emmanuel Valdez, uh, mm-hmm. whoever um, whoever it's going to be. They got to they got to make a decision because, like I said, we're only about uh, five weeks or so from from pitchers and catchers reporting, and, and that infield needs to be set. I just had a speaking of that. I just had a realization once you said thir- thirty-four days. Players and pitchers and catchers report for um for World Baseball Classic soon, and of course Trevor Story was supposed to play. In yes. It. So yes. I just thought about that. I was excited to watch him. I was excited to get a Trevor Story Team USA jersey. I am getting a Mookie Betts one. He follows me on TikTok. Now. We're friends on TikTok now. But no, I'm excited for the World Baseball Classic. So my spring training starts earlier for some players. But yeah, it just. We need to figure this out. We have 34 days until actual spring training starts. Good thing about the World Baseball Classic, too, is some Red Sox players are participating, like Verdugo and stuff. So it gives some young players some time to practice. Obviously gives them time to get more reps, and that's very interesting, too. Another guy that I think might be a backup shortstop for the Red Sox, or at least for the time being, could be like a platoon option. Also could be uh, Ryan Fitzgerald. He's proven in the minors that he can hit the ball pretty well, too, so he could be an option. But I think the Red Sox need yeah, to go into this spring training and have an open job at shortstop. Have a comp- whoever whoever does the best, you plug them at short. Whoever proves I, I, himself. I, I'm with you. I think this should be settled at spring training. I don't want to go into opening day with there being question marks. And I also don't want to go in with a rotating system. Because if you're going to pick someone, I believe that they're going to need at-bats. They're going to need to see the ball. They're going to need to defend on a consistent basis. When you take guys in on and off the field, it it changes their eye level. You know, when they're at the plate, you know, they don't see the ball as well. Um, A lot of guys don't thrive just coming off the bench and and playing one day and sitting the next three and then playing again and sitting the next four. Like to me, I, I just don't think you can do this by committee. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm sure there's. I'm sure people are, are are typing up the analytics right now to prove me wrong, um, but I I really do believe that both positions, second base and shortstop, need to be solidified going into opening day. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so let's have a little fun here. Um, lineup, you guys. All right, so you guys proposed this to me before the episode. I don't know what I don't know what this is all about. This is you take over. Takeover. What oh, are we doing here? All right, so me and me and the go to Boston, Boston Raw. We've been talking about this. So, uh, so Boston Raw, do you want to go first, or mm-hmm. do you want me to go first? It's up to you, my man. So, the, tell me what the, we're doing. So, pretty much, we're going around. I'm going to go around the starting the lineup, the nine in the lineup. We don't got to get deep into pictures. So we're going to okay. give every single player a nickname, a, a nickname, or their own creative nickname, or something that they would love. Also, Justin wanted to put up real quick, Renfro trade was done 60 minutes before the lockout for the Red Sox with Jackie Bradley Jr. He believes that the lockout didn't happen. Renfro would still be here. It would. And inside the Sox World Baseball Classic edition, I am down for that. Absolutely. 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 I'm definitely we're, down. We're, we're definitely going to be around for the World Baseball Classic. We're definitely going to be. Uh, that's something that I think we're all going to have our eyes on. By the way, Marcella Meyer uh, invited to uh, Team Mexico. Team Mexico. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry I fumbled on that for a second. Invited to go and participate with Team Mexico. Uh, we may be seeing Marcelo Meyer uh, be playing in the World Baseball Classic. I don't know if they're actually going to play him, but it, it would definitely be interesting to see. All right, so 
we're going through the lineup and we're giving nicknames. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing. Creative nicknames yeah, or nicknames. Right. So, so you guys got to start because I am not clever. I'm gonna go out there on a limb and say I'm not as clever. I'm I'm, I'm not as original, but uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I think I'm. I think I got some off the top of my mind. Go. Well, well, basically, when if we had a uh, Jimmy Martinez for if we signed for like a year contract, I call him the Dirty Martini. When that's <laughs> yes, I, I like that. That was by like far that. one of my. That was my the idea. Dirty Martini. Yeah, the Dirty Martini. I like that. One of my dad's favorite names, but now uh, it's gone. But uh, so Trevor's story. So once upon a time, there was a man named Trevor Story. When he hits a home run, we always scream, Story time <laughs> with Trevor! Story time with Trevor, I like that. Yeah, I so basically, like it was like once upon a time, Trevor Story up for bat, bases loaded, two outs, grand slam, and that's a... And they live happy ever after. The end, the Red Sox win. Uh, awesome. So, Boston Robs, I know you got some up your sleeve, right? Yeah, there's Boston one that I, I tweeted one out recently, and I people like the idea. Justin Turner, our newer, our newest DH and third baseman, he's got the red beard, he's got the red hair. People call him Pop Tart. I'm gonna call him the Red Rifle. Red Rifle. Because when he there plays third go. base, he's got a he does have a great arm when he plays third. And you know the Red Rifle, you got a rifle at third base, and you know he's a ginger got that red hair going for him so looking good and we're happy to have him here so yeah the red rifle if you're hearing this you gotta get used to that the red rifle i like the the big red machine i like dude the red rifle i love that i I think that that's one that's got to stick that's one that's got to stick i I I like that i like I like story time with Trevor. I like the Bay Rifle. I'm trying to think of who else. Well, well Dougie's Dougie, right? Mm-hmm. Kike is Kike, right? Um, Kike, Yoshi. We've we've already like we've yeah, already Mario, yeah, we've already yeah, we already got got Yoshi. You know his own nickname. So let's all right. Let's go. Uh, we already got um, Devers. Baby face. Yeah. You got oh, baby girl. face, dude. Baby face. So okay, who else do we? Who what about? Uh, oh, I got Brian Bayo. Bayo, Bayo. <laughs> <laughs> my dad came up with that. I like that one. I no, like obviously, that I think that's I good. think that's dope. I think Kluber's got to bring back the Klubot this year. He's got to bring yeah, back the Klubot. 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 Yeah, we got to bring back Klubot. We definitely got to bring back Klubot. Um, I believe uh, James Paxson is the Big Maple. Mm-hmm. Is that what he is? Canada. He goes yeah, by Big Maple. Yeah, the dope. Big Maple. Yeah, yeah, Canada. That's that. That is dope. Um, Nick Pavetta, yeah. the Viper. The Get Viper. The Viper. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I, I've been called, and that was he's by far one of my favorite catchers. Like when he did that against the Rays, I was like, he was your daddy. He was oh, your yeah. daddy. Absolutely. It was so amazing. It was so amazing. I think, well, uh, I think, uh, well, you guys got anything else? I'm, try- I'm, I'm in, me and Boston Rob, man. Reese who man. keeps the peace. Reese who Reese's, swings the peace. Reese's. Reese's, Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Got yes. a lot of nicknames. Um, I like this. Yeah. I mean, Connor Wong, I mean, Boston Rob, you got Wong with Wong? I mean, like. Oh. Hmm. I mean, Con- I mean Connor Wong. We gotta think can't about go, the last name. Can't Wong. go Wong. Can't go Wong. Can't go yeah, Wong. you can't go yeah, wrong when you, you got Connor Wong. That's it. That's it. Jared, I like Jared this. Duran. And also, you can't run on him if he's a catcher. Can't go Wong. You can't run yeah. on Wong. You see? Can't run on Wong. J- Jared Duran. The Flash. Duran. Flash. Listen. Duran Duran, right? Because he's fast too. Duran Duran was a band back. I know I'm freaking old man, but by, well, they were back in the '80s or something or, like that. Duran the Flash. I mean, you can't go wrong with. Jared oh, Duran. I like the Flash. I like the Flash. Duran the Flash. Duran the I like that. I like that. These are good, man. These are good. Uh, I hope yeah. we're writing these down because I'm not going to write anything. Red Rifle. <laughs> put it on a shirt. Get it at Fenway. I'm telling you, it's the best. Red Rifle. Don't, don't copyright gonna... me. I think we're gonna the red be standing. We're gonna be standing outside of Fenway, you know, selling red rifle T-shirts. Oh yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, people are gonna. People are gonna <laughs> yeah, definitely dude. go for that. They're gonna uh, definitely Christian go for Oreo? that. Oreo. Come Oreo. Oreo. Okay. Hits a two-run like dinger. A double stuff Oreo. Uh, there you go. 
I like that. I dig it. I dig I it. I mean, I mean, I've been thinking about it. I mean, if we had bogey, I mean, like we have like a a when he hits a home run, a bogey, a double bogey, and a three, yeah. a triple bogey, and then a, a grand slam par. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, bogey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's still. What do you think about Rob? I mean, we're I I mean I got Josh Taylor JT just like it's I mean it's basic I mean yeah no one gives a shit but oh my bad sorry Connor Wong 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 I like that I like that long Wong but long Wong homers are gone with it right it's long Wong that's awesome Justin I'm trying to think of hold up we got to think about some Boston Rob hold up Rob Ref Snyder just Robbie Ref, uh, that's what uh, I call Yeah, him. I mean, it's Ref, I mean, like, Double it's R. Robbie F, Ref, I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's easy, I mean. <sighs> foot Locker, because he's the Ref. I'm going to call him Foot Locker. The Foot Locker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna like to call it. him Foot Locker. <laughs> the Foot Locker. That's what okay. I'm going to do. I'm going to take that. Bobby D. Bobby Swing and miss back. Bobby D. Dude. July Bobby. That's July, me. July and August Bob, I, we call him Bobbo. In our house, we call him Bobbo. We call him Bob, but we call him Bobby D. We call him. He is the greatest July and August hitter I of mean, all time. I call him Swing and Miss Bobby D. From last year, I was like, he. Jesus. First off, we we have now Rob. What are we up to, Harrison? Justin, give me the give me the count. How many designated for assignments have we? We we're now up to four. Five. Four about to be five. I think four yeah. about to be five, and Bobby D. Has. Ryan Brazier and and uh, and Bobby D have both survived, which it's is absolutely it's absolutely insane. <clears throat> Shout out to Bobby D for not getting designated for assignment. Seabold, I, I I wish you the best no, of luck, I, but you suck. Yeah, that was hard. He was hard. Seabass, that was, was bad. my nickname. I mean, his best. Seabass. Yeah, I mean that was his, his best game when he was with us. It was definitely the Cubs, and that's about Cubs, and that was that it. was a great I start. Mean, Kid, was, kid just didn't have it. Kid just like, didn't have it. Like, Who knows? You know, someone. Probably, I guarantee you, someone's gonna. You know, he's not gonna clear weight. Darwin Hernandez to the Orioles. He got claimed. I know. I was yeah. surprised when he did. So How much money yeah. was that? How was we just got cash that? from him, and I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. happy. I mean, it doesn't matter any amount of cash that helps us. Giving him a. I mean, the Orioles need any arm in the mount. Let's be honest here. They're a good Absolutely. lineup, but they their pitching needs some love. Yeah, they need just some like ours. They need some love, just oh, like Matt, ours. Matt Barnes, meatball. He was a meatball Barnes. I mean, the way he that <laughs> ball, I was like, Jesus Christ, he was so fucking. That's Matty Backpack. Matty Backpack. I like Matty Backpacks. Like Carabas calls him, Jared calls him Matty Backpacks. I like that one. We need. Speaking of nicknames, we need a guy who could come back to. Ice cream man, I love that. Yeah, Justin said. Man. Justin says, "Raffy, Mister Three Hundred and Thirty-One <laughs> Million Dollar Ice Cream I'm Man." I'm down with Babyface or Mister Ice Cream Man. I like, I like that. that. To end this off, to end the segment, I think the best thing we need to get a guy who can play multiple positions like Michael Chavis because the Ice El Horse Chapo. needs to return. Yeah. The Ice Horse, <laughs> I love that uh, nickname. That I mean, El a, Chapo. I mean, amazing. <laughs> I remember wa- listening to at the time section nine, or not? Was it? Wait. Yeah, Section 9 podcast that Carabas hosted on um, mm-hmm. before he left. And it was the funniest episode ever. Like, Nicole was on there, everything. Yeah. It was so funny. It was, like, one of my favorites. Oh, That's man. a great nickname. Great nickname. I call this it Lynn. I wish I, I wish you had Christian Vasquez back. I mean, I was going back in 2018 when I when, when watching Zaza, baseball man. with my dad. I was yeah. like, watching calling Sandy Leon El, El Gacho, Christian Vasquez mm-hmm. El Bordo. Because he kind of <laughs> looks like a goddamn donkey, dude. It's just, it's just... Either way. I mean, Eduardo Nunez, 12 o'clock. I mean... Yeah. El I mean, Nino. Mitch Moreland, Mitchie Two Bags. I mean... There's been some good ones. There's been uh, some good ones name? out there. What was his name? Uh, Lin. Suse Su- Lin. A wings away. A wings away. <laughs> uh, man. I just, a lot I of just, good... Man, I just can't wait for baseball season. I just hope that we do some watch parties with with like the four of us, and maybe like just oh, the two yeah. of us. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're listen. Gonna do we're that gonna soon. So, like, I mean, we're I'm gonna, gonna be doing that. Um, listen, <clears throat> as we wrap up World Baseball Classic, uh, we're gonna be here for that. Right, we're gonna be giving you updates. Obviously, if anything breaks on the Red Sox, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, got something in my throat. Um, yeah. You know, we will be here. 
um as always you know we say it every every single episode if something breaks we will be here we will be doing episodes um and we will bring you uh whatever we know um harrison awesome first episode that's it this is the new era glad to meet the go to boston also also some two awesome awesome friends awesome friends i already met now so it's kind of awesome and this is gonna be great turning 20 next year and Hopefully we have a good season. I mean, Red Sox on top. Uh, we're gonna win the probably we're gonna win the World Series this year. Probably gonna probably gonna <laughs> doubt it. I mean, shout out to Enrique Hernandez, by far one of my favorite players on the Red Sox. I mean, I could have done it without Enrique Hernandez, and he's such a baller. And uh, we could have done it without you, Kike. You were the best 2021 playoff player ever I've ever seen in my entire life. It was absolutely is that that campaign and that postseason was one of the most. Uh, yeah, and I've been around for a little while. It was it was one of the most impressive postseasons yeah, I've I ever was seen. Watching, I was watching on my Xbox and my mom saying, "Saying settle down." I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry. I was sorry. This game's so important for me. This is like an opportunity." It's uh, it's it's awesome. You. All I want to so, say is thank you, thank you. Red Sox on top, man. I couldn't have done it without you guys. Rob, as always, my brother. As always, always here always. to break the news, guys. Always, always here to break the stuff. news. Listen, follow us, uh, please. Follow us on Twitter. Um, all of our names here basically are our Twitter handles. Justin, happy birthday, brother! Happy birthday, happy Justin! Birthday, I man, hope Justin. you enjoyed the mudslides. I hope I wish you many more, many more mudslides. <laughs> and enjoy it. Enjoy the season, because uh, we're going to be here for it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, featured on Wisdom as always, at Inside the Sox Pod on Twitter, um, TikTok for both Harrison and Rob. Unfortunately, I'm not on TikTok. And uh, yeah, uh, once again, thank you, everyone. All our Support. As well. We just got TikTok. Uh, yes. Inside the Sox. Yes. Inside the Sox. I almost forgot. I, I am horrible at this. Inside the Sox. We now have a TikTok. Um, we will be posting shorts from the episode, so please like, subscribe, uh, retweet, comment, you know, do whatever you got to do. Spread the word. Red yeah. Sox content is alive and well. Um, support us. We love what we do. And thank you, everyone. Till next you episode. Guys. Love you. Love you as always. Later, guys.